Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Here's a Crazy Story from The Overtake. It's a podcast where we tell crazy true stories. Train stories. I'm Robin Vinter and I'm joined by... Ethan Sean, that's me. And Abigail Fenton, that's me. And we are journalists from The Overtake. In the podcast, me and Ethan are going to tell some stories. Yep. Abigail's going to fact check it. To make sure to the best of my ability in real time. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Hedging comments early. Nice. She doesn't know what the story's gonna be, so yeah. she's really just doing what she can with yeah. our Aren't we all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool, right. So do you do you wanna go first or shall I go first? Uh should we flip a bottle cap for it? Um, does a bottle cap normally fall on one side rather than the other? Ah, oh, you've rattled me. Oh, because it's, I don't actually know. Uh, is yours depressing or fun? No, mine's pretty fucking, mine's pretty nuts. Is it? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, sad it's like, no, it's not sad. Angry. I mean, <laughs> it, it's too long ago to be sad. It's like Game of Thrones on meth, mine, okay. a little bit. It's right. pretty, pretty heavy. But... Well, do you want to go first then? Because mine's yeah. a bit, a bit more lighthearted, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Alright. I'll go first. Nice. I'll give a fuck. Because I, I think, did I go first last week as well? I think so? you did. Yeah. yeah I think so I this did. is quite nice. Shake it yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Probably take yeah. it in turns and all that. Yes. Uh, so, my, um, I will tell you all, dear listeners, the tale of Olga of Kiev. Already. <laughs> Already. You're intrigued. So, Olga of Kiev was born in, around the year 903. That's 903. So, fucking ages ago. Um, that's like, AD? I can't even work out what was going. Yeah, a, yeah. AD, AD after death. December. Death of Jesus. Death of <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Did you learn that in my year three? I didn't. Isn't um, it? It's not even after, is it? It's like no. Uh, it's that's how you, Anus, that's, Anna, Anna, Anna Domini. Anna Yeah. Nice. And I that's what makes that. it easier to remember. But even though it's not actually after the death. After he died. Yeah. <laughs> after. <laughs> after Jesus, Jesus died. Uh, so um, yeah, then, which I think yeah. is broadly like medieval times. Like yeah. the 900s to like the 1200s-ish? Yeah. Fucking... I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Abigail's scurrying to try and I didn't. I didn't. fact-check this nonsense. Yeah. So, anyway, Olga of Kiev, as her name suggests, she was born in... She wasn't even born in Kiev. don't know why I fucking oh. said that. Uh, I think she later became Olga of Kiev. Uh, but she was born in Pskov. P-S-K-O-V. Oh. Which, um, 
I don't know what it was classed as at the time, but it would now be in what's considered Russia. Okay. Um, so, as she, not much she's known about her until she grew up and married Igor, Prince of Kiev. So okay. she must have been like. So that's how she got the Kiev thing. That'll be it. Mystery solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, yeah, married old Igor of Kiev. Um, who was the ruler of what was called the Kievan Rus. I don't know if that's how you say it, because I've only seen it written down. Um, but basically, the Kievan Rus was a pretty big kind of, not empire, I don't think that's the right word, but just, uh, it was like a big mass of a place where people were, who were from there said they were from Kievan Rus. That's how I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. Circle back round to that, yeah. but it was it was basically like where the Baltics are now, I think. Okay. So kind of bit what a bit of it was Russia, yeah, and a bit of it was like kind of touching Poland or what would be Poland now. So okay, that kind of area, yeah. Eastern Europe meets um like yeah yeah that peninsula. Uh, so the Kievan Rus were like a pretty formidable force back in those days. They were kind of one of the more dominant forces in that region, um, and. Igor, Prince of Kiev, um, took over. Uh, uh, he he. What's the word when you like when your dad's the king and he dies and then you succeed him? Yeah. So he succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> so he succeeded his dad, who was um, Oleg, which they're all very like. I'm loving these names. On, yeah, they're all very like on brand. I really. I've, re- I've been thinking recently about like children's names and how to like <laughs> fucking call your though. firstborn Oleg. <laughs> Please. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oleg, because it's a traditional name, but like... And imagine For who? <laughs> traditional? Yeah, the Vinters yeah. of Moscow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They sound um, like lower level Asgardians. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't... Yeah. I don't you don't know. Away. Uh, no, from that Marvel thing, actually. So I do know. Is that right? I mean, like, primarily Norse mythology. But. I mean, I wasn't, really, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like accusing you of not knowing. It's just that that's what the look on your face said. And I, I wanted mean, to put you out of your misery. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't sure about what I was saying. Okay. But, um, um, it is mostly correct. Yeah. What's it called again? That uh, uh, Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or like Thor more specifically. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thor. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> um, right. So anyway, yeah. So freaking Oleg had been a bit of a bad boy in this region, uh, and lots of the smaller kind of not tribes, like a step up from a tribe, um, those that kind of neighboured um, the Kievan Rus were made to like pay tribute oh, to them. Oh, prick. Yeah, I think it's just how it fucking works because it was—it's basically just like a protection racket, isn't it? Like yeah. they—I think they kind of protected them from, I guess, the Byzantine Empire or perhaps mm. the Roman Empire. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> my research, like my remit for research, did not include like wider context, just this specific story. I missed that. Was that something yeah. I should look up? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. So I think Romans fine. were around in that. Romans were around in the old. Uh, ye, what, what were you talking about? Ye oldy days. Ye, yeah, ye oldy AD. Do you know when what people say ye, it's yeah. not actually ye, it's the. It's just that when they used to write TH, they used to. They used to no. smush it together, and, the, and the, the symbol was Y. So when people say "ye old," they're just idiots. It's the old. The old. Yeah. Which I think itself, I. I'm like I'm. Tw- I, I feel like I might have made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
you say it, then actually you like win. Yeah, because I forget that this isn't just a conversation. Yeah. Like, there's, there's like, there's, you know, like there's an option you... for recourse. <laughs> this is not how I'm supposed to talk to people because no. I lie all the time yeah. about you pointless little things. No, whether or not you made that up, unless you've just convinced yourself over the years that is the case I did it the other day I was like we were driving through this place called Blubber Houses which is in 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 in, uh, North Yorkshire is it North Yorkshire yeah North Yorkshire and um, I said to my sister oh yeah this is where they used to keep all the whales you know and they harpoon some whales and they'd store store it in Blubber Houses and then I was like and I was thinking to myself it could not be further from a coast and I was like None of this sounds right, and I was like, <laughs> "Have I made that up?" And I looked up, and it's actually like, I don't know. It could, either comes from like an Anglo-Saxon thing that's like in like Anglo-Saxon language, yeah, Norse, um, I guess, Old Norse, um, or it's comes from the language like of the Marvel films, exactly, yeah, or it's blueberries. Um, so Close, actually, though. nothing to do with whales. So <laughs> no. I was like giving her this fact, and then I'm glad that I checked it. I so do that all the time, yeah, and I don't even check. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, I've tuned most of that out, so all I heard was blueberries. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's all you need to know. Wise decision yeah. from our fact checker there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Ignore I mean, she was, the telling, she was telling me a fact that she knew was incorrect, so yeah. it's fine. That's True. it. I we, owned we up to it. We fact ourselves, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yeah, please do check that one, actually. I would like to know. What did yeah. I say again? Whatever it I was. I think it must be a like, Just I don't remember it. Just skip back 30 seconds or 15 seconds, whatever it is on your app. Listen to it again, and then contact us and let us know what Ethan did wrong. Yeah. Um, I already I'm alert, found I'm it, but I'm going to wait till the end. Okay. I'm just going to yeah. let you, like, suffer yeah. with just not knowing. Yeah. yeah. I'm fucking dying over here. <laughs> um, so, where did I fucking get to? Uh, yeah, so, anyway, a small neighbouring people's, the... I've, I've seen different spellings of this. I think it's um, Drevlians. But, like, I mean, I, I think these people no longer exist, so they can't get offended about it. Okay. So, Drevlians. But if you are a Drevlian that's listening, please uh, get in touch and explain what... Explain you how you're contacting us from the 10th century, please. Yes. Um, this whole format must be baffling for them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, they were a small neighbouring peoples, and while while big old Oleg had been the ruler of the Kievan Rus, the... Um, the Drevlians had like paid tithes to um, to to them, partly for like protection, and then they had like a kind of an uneasy alliance. Like they fought together against common foes, but they didn't. You know, they weren't like bezies or anything. Um, and then Oleg died, um, and when Oleg died, the Drevlians were like, "Well, we're not." We're not fucking like paying him anymore, so they didn't. They just stopped paying him, and they. I'm going to do a prediction at this point and mm-hmm. say that was a bad decision on behalf of the Drevlians. I mean, not <laughs> to spoil what's coming, but yep, <laughs> yep, shouldn't have done that, Drevlians. Yeah. They might still be here had they not done that. So oh. that should give you oh, some so indication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so as when Oleg died, um, Igor took over. Igor, who's married to yeah. Olga. Yeah. So. Um, Igor was like, we could really fucking do with some of that sweet Drevlian coin to, um, to you know, buy stuff with. Mm. Like pelts, I guess. Pelts yeah. and whatever people bought in those like days. Wine, food, it, probably. Yeah, food. A, uh, mead. They drank yeah, mead, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Igor's like, fuck this. I'll go, I'll, I'll go speak to the old Drevlians and I'll, I'll get us our money back. Drevlians were not so fond of that idea. 
Okay. Not at all. So Igor went to visit him, um, and as recorded by Leo the Deacon, who is a Byzantine historian, um, mm-hmm. this is how they received him. They had bent down two birch trees to the prince's feet and tied them to his legs. Then they let the trees straighten again, thus tearing the prince's body apart. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did not see that coming. Nope. I thought, I mean, I thought they were going to have a bit of an argument, but I didn't... People, I don't think people up. argued in those days. They skipped past that and yeah. just, they just went straight lashed people to trees. To yeah. trees. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Which is, I mean, if nothing else, it's creative, isn't it? Like, they could have yeah. just put us hard for him, presumably, but they were like, fuck this. You I suppose it depends how he's, how he's asking. You know, if he was asking politely, then it's one thing, but if he was demanding, then it's like, then well, it's well, I'll just lash him to a tree honestly. type thing. Yeah. 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 Well, he must have not asked particularly politely because um. they, they fucking treed him up. So, um, the, the, so the Drevlins were then like, um, like we might be onto something here because that left Olga and her three-year-old child, who was a son, but not old enough to, to take over the throne. So the Drevlins are like, we might be in here, boys. So they thought that as a kind of soft uh, medieval woman, uh, a, a noble woman at that, then she, they would be able to just kind of strong, ha- strong arm her into marrying like their prince, ah. um, who was a guy called Prince Mal. Um, so Olga was like, I mean, probably not, but send over some boys. So the Drevlians sent twenty of their best men to convince Olga to marry Mal. So they got to wherever Olga was, presumably Kiev, yeah, Kiev. Yeah. So they got there, these 20, 20 of their best boys, and they were like trying to convince her. Um, and I couldn't, right, okay, I couldn't quite figure out how, they, how this happened, but something involving a boat, something involving a ditch, and then she buried them alive. <laughs> There you go. Oh my god, I love her. I think what happened is, I think from reading like a couple of different sources, um, it sounds like they were like in a boat um, and she kind of laid this plan where she made people dig a big pit in her kind of hall maybe or somewhere like kind of where they might expect to go to speak to her. Okay. Um, And then the the people, uh, the the Drevlians, were brought into the hall um, and then they just fell in this big pit. And she was like, you fucking don't like been in a pit, do you? And then she filled it in, yeah. So she buried him alive. Um, So at this point, at this point, I think, like, she could have just been like, right, I think we're pretty much square now. Main Drevlin's killed my husband, fucked up bloody boys, buried him alive. (laughs) Like, Olga didn't see it that way. (laughs) Not not one bit. So she, um, she sent word to Prince Mal. Um, and she was like, I'm, like, I might marry you. Like, I might, I might do it. Um, but what you've got to do is send all your best boys. Oh, I know what she's going to do. <laughs> I'm excited. Send all your best boys to accompany, back, accompany me back to where you lot live, which mm. I have written down what it's called. Uh, and it's, it's a place in the Ukraine um, called Iskorosten, which I think it's just called mm. Korosten now. Uh, but it was called Iskoroston then. And that was their kind of capital city, the the Devlians. So I think as you were uh, as you said, you could probably see where this is going. Mm. They so so Prince Mal was like, fucking yeah, 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 I'll send send the boys. So he, he gathered together. He's all like, excited about marriage. Exactly. And and you gotta think the Drevlians at this point are like, so not long ago we were paying them tithes and they were like ruling over us. And now 
We're not even going to be not paying them. We're going to be... Like the main mob bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they'll have fucking married the Queen and they'll be in charge. This is what old Prince Mal's thinking. Olga clearly has other ideas. Yes. Um, so they make this journey to, to, to Kiev. And it's quite a lot of his most high-ranking and highly respected like <laughs> chieftains. Um, so they get there and they're given like this huge welcome, uh, very grand. Um, and she's like, right, before we you know get down to to leaving and stuff, you can go go freshen up in the bathhouses, the royal bathhouses. So in the trot, these uh, Drevlians, and when they get in there, she just fucking bars the door and burns it, just <gasps> burns them all alive. Mm, yep. She's fucked She's fucking up. ruthless. Like, I reckon she's inbred. Like, she is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that she was my icon. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, entertainment pretty, story, but... Fucking hardcore. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I feel like she's she's going a bit far now. The first, burying the others alive, I can kind of get it. Her husband got ripped. Yeah. I don't know. If I think about my boyfriend getting ripped to shreds, I, I, it just made me very angry. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, maybe I would burn all the yeah. things in the house. And you haven't even got a fucking kingdom to be thinking about. That's yeah. true. And a kid as well. A yeah. child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I can't imagine it. that Prince Mal would be too keen on letting the actual rightful heir to, mm. to the Kievan Rus throne yes. grow to a mature age where he's able to challenge it. You are absolutely so right. So that kid was yeah. going to get The kids are really Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that makes me feel a bit better about how much yeah. she is. <laughs> yeah. We in Porsche just insert the bop it noise. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. Under seven <clears throat> seconds it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's all them boys dead. Burnt alive. But you got to think this is pre-iPhones and also any other form of kind of distance communication so Prince Miles got no idea what's going on he just thinks he sent these boys there and they're probably they're either getting her or you know something's happened so she sends word again to to Prince Miles and she's like yeah all sorted we're uh, we're coming now um, make sure there's a big feast ready for me oh <laughs> Make sure there's a big feast ready when I get there. And she's like, what I want to do, I want to come to your city and I want to mourn the death of my, my husband in the place where he died. Uh, but then, you know, everything's fucking sweet. Uh, spoiler, it wasn't sweet. No. <laughs> so she um, she gets it. This is where my written notes end and I'm going to be off memory now. So if there, okay. if there is a notable um, like change in the quality of my storytelling, that's why. Um, <laughs> so she, yeah, so she goes to Iskoriston um, for this big feast. And she gets there and she kind of makes sure that everyone's like getting sufficiently pissed up. Um, and so she's having this big feast. I, was, I don't know what happens at feasts in those days. Presumably some type Eat of, a load of party food, games. Eat a load of games. Oh, yeah. party games. I not about that, but you're probably right. They, actually, I think, yeah, yeah they, they liked games, yeah. I think. <laughs> Fucking fact check, <laughs> fact check that one. <laughs> Vague nonsense. Um, yes, people in those days liked games. Um, no, so she she got there and she made sure everyone was like bare pissed. Yeah. Um, and then her soldiers killed like five thousand people, just fucking oh. slaughtered bare man. So. Oh my god. So at this point, she's definitely even. I think we can I mean, all agree. Yes. Yeah, she's more. I get why she was even. mad. I do, but like, oh, I don't know. There's there's like. She's gone too far. Her wrath is impressive. Though, it, I'm <laughs> yeah. 
I, I do feel like sometimes, you know, do you ever get that where like somebody's pissed you off and you're like, you have messed with the wrong person? Yeah, and, then, and like, so you slaughter 5,000 <laughs> yeah. of their people. Yeah, I wouldn't you... do that, but I would certainly like to give off the impression that I'm capable of it. Yeah, you do. It's okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I got that vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so amazingly, she's not even fucking done yet. Um, so, so. After the, the feast where she kills... I mean, 5,000 might well be exaggerated. I think what's probably important to bear in mind is that historians in this time were not... They didn't have the luxury of fact-checkers yes. uh, as we do now. So, I have luxury. And so they were, yeah, so they were quite <laughs> prone to um, hyperbole, I think. But, I mean, even still, she fucking killed a lot of guys. So then she decided to lay siege to the city. <laughs> so oh, wow. all the fucking uh, Kievian Rus troops came and they laid siege to the city. And it was quite clear that um, the Drevlians were just like, well, they were fucked. Yeah. So they tried to they tried to reason with her and they were like, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll pay you off, we'll give you... And I think they offered her um, like furs and honey, oh. um, which I, I mean, I in mean, those days were probably like pretty... Luxury, fucking, that's pretty yeah. sweet, yeah. Um, so at this point she... She decided she might be a bit more kind, I think. So she was like, don't worry about the fucking, you know, don't worry about pelts. Don't worry about uh, honey. Don't trouble yourself. What I want is, um, let me just double check exactly what it is she said. She said, give me three pigeons and three sparrows from each house. I do not desire to impose a heavy tribute like my husband, but I require only this small gift from you, for you are impoverished by the siege. So it feels like at this point, even though she caused all of their strife, she's like, you're obviously struggling. Don't worry about the furs. Just give me some birds. I have a horrible sense of anticipation. Like, I don't know how this can get worse, but I feel like it's going to. <laughs> I mean, anyway. So they, so they, so they did. They, were, they didn't have much choice because there was just all these baying soldiers at the gates ready to slaughter them all. Or they hand over a lot of fucking sparrows and pigeons mm. and shit. So they did. Right. This bit is where it goes from just kind of like cruel and and, and, and objectively pretty awesome um, to fucking <laughs> nuts, right? And I'm going to read you the exact description of what she then had done because I still don't even fully understand it, but it's <laughs> fucking cool. So, um, now, Olga gave to each soldier in her army a pigeon or a sparrow and ordered them to attach by thread to each pigeon and sparrow a piece of sulphur bound with small pieces of cloth. When night fell, Olga bade her soldiers release the pigeons and the sparrows. So the birds flew to their nests, the pigeons to their coats, and the sparrows under the eaves. The dovecoats, the coops, the porches, and the haymows, I guess that's also somewhere where birds live, yeah. were set on fire. Fucking hell, she is fucked. She's intelligent. Oh, yeah, big time. She's fucking nuts, man. So, yeah. And so, essentially, then what happens is everything just sets on fire simultaneously. So there's no way of being, like, pointing it out. There's no way of doing anything about it. So the city just burns to the ground. I mean, at this stage, I've swapped sides, like... She is a dicker. <laughs> She's a prick. Yeah, yeah. Because it's bastard. like all the little townsfolk of of um, Iskostan or whatever yeah. it is. They didn't, you know. Yeah, they didn't like kill Igor. People who don't like they didn't make any of these decisions. Yeah. They were just like so, ordinary people trying to scratch a living from the pigeons and sparrows. Yeah. Oh, I'm mad now. It's pretty fucking crazy, isn't it? Right, and now 
Let me. So we can all agree, Olga of of Kiev, bit of a prick. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Definitely. Right? Yeah. So, would you be surprised to hear that she was given a sainthood? What? What? Yep. So apparently, slaughtering and butchering thousands of people is kind of fine as long as you convert your own people to Christianity at some point. Oh, of course it is. I mean, like, of course it is. Exactly, because she killed those people mercilessly, but she saved the souls of her own people by converting them to Christianity, the one true religion. Right, guys? Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, she got a fucking sainthood. And, interestingly, um, the the tactic of putting uh, sulfur on the birds and Mm. shit and sending them back into the city, the American uh, military made plans to emulate that strategy with bats what? in Japan. Oh, my God. And it was it was so effective in testing that they, they set their own military base on fire while they were testing it, which is karma. Like, yeah. You're a I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, she's, she's a saint. Old saint. She's, she's Saint um, Olga of Kiev. Aww. Good Whoa. old Olga. That yeah. is... So fucking, what about that one, eh? Yeah. Crazy, that I think so. That cra- was a crazy story. Like, you <laughs> really... <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, buy our next album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you really lived up to the name of the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, you did. That was a good one. Try my fucking I'm, best, guys. I like, I like a real historical one. Like, that is, that's really good. Because history's more nuts than stuff that's made up, really. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like, that's what we'll call it. Like, well, if, if that were a series, like, if that were a story arc in Game of Thrones, by the end of it, you'd be like, oh, fuck off, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah, but she, yeah. that's just real. Someone just did that. That is so good. Yeah. What was that word you said? Was it like hair month or something? Are you going to need to narrow it down? I've said a fair few words. So you said a word and then you said something about birds. It's like, where birds live in this and this and hay mouths. Was it hair mouth? Let me, let me check my... I think, was it in your actual... No. It was only a few seconds ago. I think I just made it up. Yeah. I, yeah. I make all sorts of shit up. That whole story, in fact, um, it totally actually, fabricated. Well, it actually was just ripped from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know because it's shit. Stop yeah. watching it. Oh, Abigail. I always get I always. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that seems um, fair. Like, I'm not going to argue with that. God, <laughs> just fucking sit through the rape. I'm not rape, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, while we're, <laughs> while we're, while you're doing that, I should talk about the beer that we're drinking. Um, I have already drank one of uh, bee beer. What's it called? Oh, Hiver. Hiver. <laughs> bee beer. Hiver. So I drank a whole Hiver already. Uh, you drank a whole Hiver already. I've drank a whole. I'm, I'm, You're only second Hiver. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're also drinking uh, Mikella, which was given to us by Eurobooza. Cheers, lads. It's hilarious, that name, by the way. Eurobooza. Um, <laughs> soon it'll be like... Brexit boozer. Let's not talk about that. Do you know though, on this kind of like how bad is the name Bargain Booze? <laughs> I love it. Bargain yeah. Booze also replaced Rhythm and Booze, which is a brilliant oh, name. That was yeah, I didn't know it replaced. Bargain Boozer, what I like about it is it it like insinuates that it's quality booze at a bargain price. Do you think? Because bargain usually means like it's good but cheap. Yeah. Whereas otherwise like, it's just like cheap booze. <laughs> yeah. 
And actually, from what I can remember about bargain booths, it's not even really that cheap, is it? I can't. I think it's just like in a convenient location when you're yeah. already drunk. Yeah. Um, Are they still a thing? I actually haven't seen one since I was like 15 years old. Yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah, I there's one in Harden where, yeah, yeah. where I reside. Yes. Yeah, don't be topping up in my town, listeners. <laughs> you get a swift yeah. one too. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that was my story. Yeah, anyway. so, <laughs> oh, the um, word, sorry. Oh, yeah, the yeah. word. <clears throat> Got distracted because I can practically... Hey, mouse? I don't know how hey, it's like H A Y M O W S. Oh, hey, mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You got it now. Hey, Moe's. Hey, Moe's, maybe. Oh, it's going to be Moe's, in it? Probably. Yeah. I totally forgot that I was even waiting on that word because as soon as you said bagging booze, I could just, like, no, taste the really up. cheap cider. Ah, yeah. Mmm. Yeah. was not lightning. good. Yeah, I've never liked cider. So. What? Oh god! It yeah, comes that. in that thing though with the like loop in it. You know, like if you get it in a big, if you get it in a big bottle. Oh yeah, yeah. Loop, because it knows you're going to carry it along the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you need a proper grip because the fingers are all like weak and <laughs> shaky. <laughs> and fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Now I was thinking of alcoholics, old alcoholics. Oh, mm, yeah. sadder that. That. Yeah. That's a, that's a more <laughs> melancholic image. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to your one. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, anyway, shall I tell my story now? No. Podcast yeah, do it now that I've just spilt beer all over. <laughs> I was, did you notice how I was I know you weren't gonna... I wasn't going to say it, um, but it was funny listeners. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no reaction, but well, historical. Yeah. Um, right, okay. So, mine is, mine is the story of the team room trade, which sounds very different to what the story actually is. Tell me what you're thinking already, based on the tea. If it's not some sort of like backstreet swapping different flavored tea bags, not interested. Oh, that would have been good. But you're like, can you tell us that story instead? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like tea bags. Oh god, it's. I just picture him like a guy in a trench coat, and he opens it, and like one side is tea bags, one side is like breakfast, and the other side's like chai. 
<laughs> get some Earl Grey in next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, this story is not as good as that. Oh, um, I probably an insight into where my mind always goes. I'm thinking it's something to do with um, British trading with like Indian or Chinese people in like when we were cunts. I mean, when we were more cuntish than now. <laughs> than now, yeah. yeah. And no, it's not. No. no. It's very different. So, okay. So, um, it's mostly the story of a guy called Lord Humphreys. His name isn't Lord like a lord. It's Lord like L A O. No, wait. No. Cancel, cancel. L L A U D. Oh, okay. Like la- loud. Yeah. Um, but to like talk to Lord someone. Like, yeah. Lord think, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Lord Humphreys, who was a sociologist who did some really interesting research about sexuality that destroyed stereotypes, but he conducted it really unethically. Best kind of research, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, his real name was Robert Allen Humphreys, uh, but I, this is kind of weird. As an adult, he was baptised. This was in the 50s. And he took the name Lord from William Lord, who was an Anglican leader who was Archbishop of Canterbury in the 17th century. Do we? Yeah. Oh, and he's, he's American as well. So, like, no need. Oh, even worse. Yeah. He's, I, I reckon he's probably an Anglican. It's not even a good but, name. No. No. <laughs> Pick up a better Lord. name. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, so he'd he'd gone to loads of different churches and basically kept kept getting kicked out because he strongly supported the civil rights movement, which people were not uh, in favour of. Could have seen Mario, he just took his top off and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> kept getting kicked out of churches and just, just getting like, his tackle out. <laughs> Interesting, you should say that, and uh, you that's weirdly pertinent. For foreshadowing. Story. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. Uh, so yeah, I've kind of like summarised that very quickly because it's not the main point of the story, but cool. yeah, he really spotted um, the civil rights movement and he kept getting kicked out of church. I, I suspect, reading between the lines, that he was kind of like a bit of like a know-it-all um, and it was always like, come on, come on. Um, I mean, not a know-it-all because he was, he was in the right, of course, but like he probably got on people's nerves he, being he all was like, wrong. come on guys. Was he like... Um, he wrong and if he supports civil right, you're a know-it-all. Yeah. <laughs> no. Forget yeah. SJW. I think he was like, yeah, I think he was like a bit too, you know, like, oh, we can't say guys because it's... It, it's a general, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, sorry to anyone who thinks we should not say guys. I'm not sorry. People. Um, Ethan's not sorry. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, he was, like, actually super into his religion, but um, he gave it up after he got kicked out of, like, it was literally, like, a fifth or sixth church um, in 1965. So, instead, he enrolled in graduate school at the University of Washington. Because I think he was, like, done with church. Sweet. Yeah. So he started doing a PhD in sociology and he what was really interesting was he was studying men who have sex with other men in public toilets in city parks, which back in like 1965 or something. Yeah. Um, I bet when people asked him what he did... He didn't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing him, though, he'd be like, yeah, it's a really important subject. Like, and then, like, give someone <laughs> Knowing a, a him. massive... Like, you... <laughs> Knowing him. God. Knowing Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm sure he gave people many a lecture about yeah. it. And, like, Let's again, he's... So. Yeah. His research was interesting, but, uh, yeah, his methods were questionable. Um, so, yeah, back so back in the US at the time, um, as a man, having sex with men was a crime. 
as it was in the UK um, until 1967. So when I first did this research, like too somebody, late, really? Isn't it? Yeah, Far no, too late. Isn't it? <laughs> really isn't bad. It? Like, um, like my parents were alive during that time. They remember 1967. Weren't you alive then? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm alive from 1989, the best year, born in the 80s. Um, barely. Still go. <laughs> <laughs> what a point to barely. Like, yeah, I bet you don't even remember it. You, made, you proper made it sound like you had like pride because you like went through like the flash dance wearing leg warmers phase and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. You, I you were like, like when it came back around in like 2005. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, um, like when was it come back in around that time actually I think if I remember wouldn't right. know no you probably would have much of a leg warmer person anyway um, <laughs> he's actually got them on now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Under his just the whole, his whole outfit is just like warmers <laughs> we should like a Michelin banner like <laughs> it's so cold in here we actually should we actually start should. wearing like and down yeah. warmers if you, have a spare, if you have a spare pair of leg warmers knocking about listeners Send them, send them to where do we, where do we live? live? I don't think should we say the address? I'm scared. We'll nah, get, like, we'll get nail bombs. <laughs> what are they called? Nail? Yeah. What's that? That's a type of bomb. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of mail bombs. Mail That's bomb. what freaked me out. But no, they normally are full of nails. Not normally. I don't know. What <laughs> oh god, help. Um, okay, so yeah, so when I was researching this, um. Somebody had written on like this article that it was illegal to have sex with men um, back then. And I was like, it means men having sex with men because women definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I checked. It was encouraged, I believe. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, which is interesting. Anyway, so this, so basically, it was illegal, and at this time, people basically thought gay men were like seedy weirdos. Mm. Um, so that context is kind of important. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, Lord decided that it would be of considerable social importance for society to gain more objective understanding of um, those kind of men um, and what motivates them to seek like quick impersonal sexual gratification. Um, so this basically this kind of thing was like what most gay and bisexual men were arrested for at the time or how they were arrested was like being in a public toilet with another man doing things Um, doing bits as the kids is that what they say Oh, you wouldn't know, I suppose, yeah, I forget. That's why you do it. It's very short succession. I'm 25. Um, You easily could have made that open. That would be none the wiser. Yeah. Oh, doing bits. So, no, yeah. she's the youngest, so she should, she, she the cat's mother, should, should <laughs> Abigail should know uh, what all the young people's slang is. What's the young people's slang? Don't know, never heard doing or... bits. I've, no. I've been trying to live the life of a 19 year old for since like 17 to now, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, sure. still, I'm still stuck. I know, I know. <laughs> Somebody commented today how I looked like a student, and I couldn't tell whether to be complimented or not. <laughs> yeah. um, you do look very young. I dress. But I don't like think you look shoe. like a student is necessarily. Have you got Black Lives Matter t-shirt on? Yes. Nice. I, got, I already got one compliment. I've today. never seen oh, one in England. I wear it all the time. Oh, I just don't. So I wear a lot of jumpers, so you wouldn't know yeah. what's underneath the jumper. Nice. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, yeah. So these the toilets were known in the gay community as tea rooms. Uh, I tried to find out what that was, why, like why that was, and a few places suggest it was British slang, 
which tea means urine apparently in British slang, but it doesn't. Yeah. So as a Brit. Yeah. I, I, mm, yeah, I've not. It just seems like that would be confusing if nothing else. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I mean, in Britain we call it cottaging, and I don't know what that is all about either. But well, I wonder if it, yeah. there was. Does that they had like a there was like a code, wasn't there for um for think, kind of gay men in, in I know I don't know if it was a universe, if it was a, a global thing, but I know that the gay community in England had like a, a kind of coded language that they used. Um, yeah. Yes. So maybe it's just like maybe that's why it was referred to in that, and then it stuck around. I about that. I think Rick did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on our site somewhere. Yeah, that was me trying to take what what Rick spent time and effort researching and just pass it off as my own knowledge. Your knowledge. Yeah. Cool. So basically, yeah. So he wanted to research the men that that went to the tea rooms and why and who they were and all that kind of stuff. So the way he went about doing his research was basically going to the public toilets and acting as what was called a watch queen, which was basically just a guy who keeps watch and then just like coughs when a police car comes. Oh, (laughs) that guy is the best guy. Yeah, I know. I I mean, my assumption is they take it in turns. Yeah, let's hope so. Oh, yeah. I hope it's not just like one guy outside all the time. You get outside. Yeah. 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 So, um... Oh yeah, um, I found this quite fu- this this quote in, in an article that I read that's quite funny because like, every article that I read about this was really academic and it was like um, quite unbearable some of it to get through. But th- I found this really funny. So um, quote: He played that role faithfully while observing hundreds of acts of fellatio. <laughs> what a great sentence! <laughs> yeah, that I, is, yeah. I do get the impression that maybe he was like after about fifteen, he was like, "Yep, I've got." all I need from this and then he's like but you know I'll just hang around and just like get a little bit more you know information you can't have too much research in this kind of study um, so yeah and, and also I find it interesting that it mentions how he observed hundreds of acts of fellatio and I mean maybe he did hundreds is a lot I know isn't it yeah not even just like a hundred not even like you know might have done like hundreds yeah is... hundreds and I'm like, after about, surely after about 30, you've got all you you've need. Because the, the main thing wasn't, the research w- was about who the people were, not really <laughs> 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 about um, So, I, and I do find it quite hard to believe that you would be the watch queen for 100 rats of Felicia and be like, no, not, not for me, I'll just stand outside. I'm like, he's getting, he's getting involved in that. He's like, absolutely. And research, he goes back into like the university, like, yeah, I'm just, just doing, doing some research <laughs> this morning. Uh, I don't know, I'm probably slandering him, but I don't know. Is he dead? Like, I don't know. If he, I'm just going to maybe find out if he's alive or yeah, not. Before yeah, before we What's the name again? embroil ourselves in a costly lawsuit. Yeah. Um, if he's if it, he's dead, he definitely was getting by jobs. If oh, he's, alive, he's been dead ages. Oh, okay. That boy got his dick sucked. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so uh, so later on, like in not identifying himself as a researcher, he argued that he was doing nothing wrong and he was just basically observing behaviour in a public space. Um, and said he masqueraded as a watch queen so that he didn't interfere with the research, basically. Which, like... You can kind of... Yeah. yeah, and actually most social scientists agree that, like, observing people's acts in public spaces is not unethical. 
So after a while, he got to know some of the men that he was like observing, and <laughs> um, and he was like honest about his role as a scientist and persuaded them to tell him about the rest of their lives and about their motives. Okay. And some of them were like really willing to talk to him, but those ones tended to be like the better educated people. Mm. Um, so it's kind of hard to get a picture of like what like those men were like in society. Um, so, to avoid bias, Lord secretly followed some of the men he observed, some of the men he observed, and recorded the license plate of their cars. Mm. Yeah. Then he found out their their addresses, uh, which he kept in. I'm guessing in some kind of like folder. I don't know. Um, it's lucky nobody got to them because uh, men could be arrested and sentenced to years in prison for yeah. gay sex at the time. So yeah. Um, if the police have got hold of the data or the identity, the identities of the men involved, um, then they would have been like severely stigmatized at the least. Yeah, that's what like, he was pretty like secure about. Yeah. yeah, it seems like he was like they. Yeah, so he was quite cautious because he knew that their family lives would get ruined. And because they probably fucking stopped him in as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and he said that. Um, uh, yeah, he said he would have risked going to jail rather than hand over his notes. Oh. So I think that's kind of yeah. fair. Um, but other other people have said that no researcher should have any power over others, no matter how good their intentions are. That makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So what makes this particularly interesting, because he'd like got all the dresses and stuff, a year later, he um, wore a disguise. He like changed his hair. Um, he like wore different clothes and drove a different car and he went to the home of like 50 of the men and he claimed to be a health service interviewer and he interviewed them about their marriage status, race, job, etc. So uh, essentially he's just wearing a different suit and he's got to pay on. Yeah, I guess. I don't disguise. know what he did to his hair, but uh, I, I guess it was a wig. I don't know. But it's, it is a bit like how he went to 50 homes like... 50 men's homes. Already Some of them really, would recognise him. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I already at this point <laughs> intensely hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm ambivalent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, most, obviously most people would say that it was a serious ethical violation, um, especially the way that he like disguised himself um, and went to people's homes yeah. under like a false under like a false pretext which is just basically like invading their privacy uh, but he reckoned he that the deception was justified um because the acts were so stigmatized that he wouldn't have been able to get the information otherwise which is he that he's right in that, yeah. in that way but like yeah um, whether he, whether it's morally right or not is a different question but he's right in his assumption that or he's probably right in his assumption that he couldn't have got that information without doing what he did yeah he could have done yeah Yeah. definitely Um, I mean what was good was like his findings like when he wrote his whole PhD and everything his findings destroyed so many stereotypes so like um, 54% of his subjects were married and living with their wives and um, the basic analysis that he did suggested they were like exemplary citizens who like had exemplary uh, Mm. marriages other than obviously the type of sex (laughs) (laughs) um so he reckoned that 38% of them were neither bisexual nor homosexual. But I don't know how he worked that out. Like, they were just straight men. Um, he said that, like, most of the 38% were Catholic, or their wives were. 
and since the birth of their last child, they hadn't been having sex. And like the old sounds super heterosexual to me. Mm. I mean, their alternative source of sex had to be quick, inexpensive, and impersonal, um, and not like entail any kind of like um, commitment or like um, like anything that could threaten their marriage, basically, yeah. um, or jeopardize their standing as like a, a father, which is like most important to them. So. Like, I can't. It feels like they're still it's a gay, really yeah. big reach. Yeah, <laughs> to say that oh they were just straight, but they they didn't want to. They weren't yeah. getting any sex. Also, but, like the assumption that their wives just weren't giving them enough sex, rather than that they maybe didn't want to have sex with them because yeah. they were gay. Well, it doesn't say. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say like the reason why since the, the birth of the last child they hadn't been having sex. So it yeah. could have. It could well, have been, it implies that they're yeah, having to it. look elsewhere, which means that yeah, you're right. They're not getting something at home. I yeah, suppose. exactly. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Um. So yeah. Uh, the of the other 62% of the subjects that he analysed, 24% were clearly bisexual, happily married, well-educated, economically quite successful, and exemplary members of the community. What are you talking about? The analysed, if pronounced differently, is analysed. I know it's not oh funny. Oh, my God. I know it's not funny at all. I couldn't help, though. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't like, like... I didn't say it. I didn't say it without being prompted. Like... <laughs> A little smile crept across your face. I know, like, yeah. You were thinking something. <laughs> um... <laughs> you idiot, Ethan. <laughs> so another 24% were single and, um, like, covert homosexual. So um, 14% of the subjects corresponded to society's stereotype of homosexuality. Um, that so they were like out members of, of the mm. gay community basically. Um, what was what was really good was after his research was published, it helped persuade police departments to stop using their resources um, to arrest for um, like what's basically a victimless crime. Like yeah, it was just like consenting adults mm. in a public toilet. Um, and yeah, so police departments eventually stopped arresting people, and it was just like a waste of resources so generally and it also obviously helped people understand like how gay who gay people are and um why yeah yeah they're not just weird creepy men i feel like maybe something you're going to say after this will negate this point Mm. it slightly worries me that or bothers me that it was more like these people are actually just straight so don't worry about them like that feels oh, like, yeah. which I mean, look, we've got to, it's got to be based on the context of the time, and like it, it might have just been too much of a stretch for him to be like, look, these guys just like fucking other guys, and that's totally fine, mm. and that's their, um, you know, that's their sexual preference, mm. but they're still completely nice, normal people. Like, yeah. it feel, it might have just been too much of a stretch for him to do that, so he maybe had to, kind of, um, I don't know, he maybe had to kind of lessen that. A little bit, yeah. being like, I think maybe what maybe what he meant by be, saying that they're straight is actually they're just normal people because people's understanding of gay people at the time was that yeah. they were they, they were maligned in some way. Maybe he maybe because like our understanding has obviously come along a lot since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe he really did just think they was they were straight, but they yeah. had sex. And I don't know how. It's hard to know how much like homophobia plays a part in like whether that can be a thing, like whether straight people can have sex with people 
of the same sex mm. and enjoy it and be fine but not be attracted to them. I, don't I know. mean, they can, but it definitely wasn't that percentage of them. Yeah. It? Yeah, that's true. Honest. I don't know what the percentage I said was, but... Um, Something. Substantial. Yeah. 64%, I want to say. Um, and also, it's... So how did thirty-eight? <laughs> so double it and then less of it. <laughs> yeah, still quite a lot. But how? So he decided that they were happily married. What was that based on? I guess then? quizzing them, but I don't. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's, because there's really no way them. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's really no way to tell if two people are happily married based on like one. Busy yeah, and, like, uh, yeah it's really, quiz. and always being into one of them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like closeted men who are obviously going to be like, yes, I am happily in love with my yeah, wife. True. Yeah. I think I don't know. I mean, that you. Yeah. It's like definitely not um, without its flaws. <laughs> I would say um, it's mostly flawed. Yeah. Really, it had some good. I mean, it, it contributed. Yeah, that's it. Because because of um, because of that. It made people be like, "Oh, the guy next door who seems to be happily married and has two children, and or like Catholic, I guess maybe like eight children, yeah, yeah. Um, actually could be one of the men that's in the public toilet that we hear so much about and we're terrified of." Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't so know. It made like, it, yeah, I, I get it. It's, yeah. yeah, I think it's by the standards of of you know current discourse, as that word you love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That it, yeah, it seems pretty fucking shitty by all standards. Mm. But I yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think yeah. So basically, the fallout of it was obviously all that good stuff happened. But then there was like a massive furore or furore. I don't know. I'm gonna go with furore because that's what I would say. I think furore. Yeah. Um, when uh, some of the members of his department objected to his research because um, they thought he'd like invaded people's privacy. Um, they thought, yeah, yeah. It well, I think independently, you can probably say that he had indeed invaded people's privacy. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, and they reckon it threat- threatened the social standing um, of the subjects and um, also the university. And they wanted Lord's um, PhD rescinded. Um, For yeah, well, I can't. I've learned my PhD. Yeah, I do think like he uncovered things that people w- would otherwise not. I feel like we have to we have to like eighty percent. This is based on absolutely nothing, but like you would assume that that most men at that time mm. would have much rather beat the shit out of one of these guys mm. than they would have tried to understand them. Yes. So that instantly makes him better than most would have been at that time. Yeah. In my That's eyes, it. yeah, I mean, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but like um, he, I think point being, his intentions seem like they were good. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. like still, half of it. Yeah, the ends justify the means. No, let's not no, say that. Don't, no, don't say that. Uh, uh, um, yeah, like a straight white privileged. <laughs> <Goggles>. <laughs> no, yeah, like a straight white privileged academic. Just like intentionally deceiving, manipulating, and well, we don't disregarding know the straight. And actually, all right, yeah. Though I haven't explained it, he was later in a relationship with a man, so oh, okay. I think probably he wasn't straight. Fair. Um, uh, <laughs> but that I'm makes it a bit more complicated. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, I mean, even yeah. if he was part of the community, he still invaded people's privacy, and that's definitely true. And he risked people's um, careers and. Um, social standing and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. 
Um, yeah, so the, the turmoil around it um, resulted in loads of other unfortunate uh, events, including a fist fight among um, some of the faculty members at the university. Sweet. Um, and like about half of the department left and went to a different university, went to different universities because they were just like, so like, I don't know, they just did not, they objected to like his research preference. See, it really matters, doesn't it, whether they objected to the subject matter. Well, yeah. that I think is interesting. So I think they objected to the research methods, but actually, you know, they publicly objected to the research yeah. methods, but we don't know for sure whether mm. really they were just homophobes and they're yeah. just like, oh, this is embarrassing talking about gay things and then... Yeah, you know, I'm going to, based on absolutely nothing, I'm going to assume call it was that. homophobes. Yeah, 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 you fucking pricks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there was like obviously public outrage to some extent as well because p- probably there were a lot of housewives terrified that their husbands were secretly gay, which they were. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I was going to read a big one quite. Oh yeah, shall I do it? Yeah, yeah. So there's a journalist at the time who's given some details of of the case by one of the like angered members of the sociology department. He wrote an, a whole article about the research. Um, and uh, yeah, he offered the following condemnation of social scientists. So he said, uh, quote, we're, we're so preoccupied with defending our privacy against insurance investigators, dope sleuths, counter espionage men, divorce detectives, and credit checkers that we overlook the social scientists behind the hunting blinds who are peeping into what we thought was our most private and secret lives. But there they are, studying us, taking notes, getting to know us, as indifferent as everybody else to the feeling that to be a complete human involves having an aspect of ourselves that's unknown. End quote. I mean, true. I shot yeah. off at Dope Sleuth because I was like, yeah. that is my new Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, long story short, he was. He was good, but he was dodgy. Yeah. Uh, and that is the story of. Ooh, I've dropped all my notes on the floor, so... That guy. That guy, yeah. Lord. Lord Humphreys. How would you forget that name? And the tea room tree. He wrote a whole book about it, and, like, it is available, I, I guess. Not to, to read it, read. but thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. that was a cool, crazy story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very different stories. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, some, that's what's good about this podcast. We're doing some different shit. Those two were complimentary, yep. I felt like. Mm. Yeah. Yin and yang, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to give us some corrections up again? Uh, yeah. yeah, let's see. There's not actually many, uh, right. that's I think. And they're mostly not even corrections, they're just me telling you you were correct. So, oh, well done. Yes. yes, I love it. Um, let's start with Ethan. The Middle Ages began in the 5th century, roughly between 400 and 500 AD, at the fall of the Roman Empire in the West, and it lasted until the start of the 16th century in 1500 AD, so 900 would be right in there. Great. Yep. That was fucking um, ages, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. bad yeah. time. Absolutely yeah. shocking, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it pronounced Kievan Rus? Yes. The place that you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I, again, I've only ever um, seen it written down. This I is my problem maybe, with most words. If anyone words. actually knows, they could send us some kind of voice note or something. Yeah. yeah I refuse do. to look at pronunciations because most of the time it's not like You'd written out phonetically. Day, it's just you? like a YouTube yeah. video that yeah, I can't play while we're recording. Um, it was a federation anyway. Hmm. The word ye has always been pronounced the, 
but the th wasn't always a y it was a symbol that looked a bit like the letter b that evolved into a letter that resembled the letter p that eventually became a letter more or less indistinct from a y what <laughs> that actually i thought that was gonna be wrong I'm that's that. that's your fucking I, that's your money back right there listeners personally Look at that. felt like that was too specific to be wrong but you know could have been. That was me. I was shrugging yeah, then yeah. for the benefit of the listener. Three uh, shrugs she got for that. <laughs> a hay mow is a stack of hay or a part of a barn in which hay is stored. So it makes sense that yeah. birds would I still be think it's hay mow. Yeah, so voice notes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't find any information about the word tea being British slang for urine, but it's that. Not. It doesn't Bet your mean. search history looks great, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. doesn't mean that it wasn't, and tea has taken on such. A different meaning in recent years, like especially in the queer community, they would just take far too much yeah. research. Oh, is that you know, like spilling the tea? That's what yeah. I was trying to think. You of, have to yeah. explain it to yeah. to the to the listeners who don't understand, but we definitely do. Yep. I actually don't know if you're joking or not. We're just we're not being funny, <laughs> but we are joking. Okay, yeah, uh, and. She's not. She's oh still not, God. despite despite many... Because I literally don't know if you're kidding or not. Spilling the tea means, like, sharing the gossip. Like, you oh, know. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, I knew that. Lord Humphreys died on the 23rd of August, 1988, so we can pretty much say whatever Where we, we want, want about it. it. Boy, yes. so I don't know what yeah. the deal is with, like, potential relatives, but... It's oh, once you're dead, you can say whatever you want. All right, yeah. well, um, fuck you, Humphreys. You never... <laughs> well... <laughs> Could have said that anyway. Was there more to the thing? You, you were like, oh, I should tell you that he later ended up with a man. Was there more to that? Is no, that just, just he, like, he I just, mean, like, later on in life, he, he, he lived with a man. And sweet. He, I don't, I, I'm assuming they weren't married because of the era. Yeah, because it would have been. he died. Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course they would. It's marry. so hard to work it out, isn't it? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It just seems like it should. This led into the podcast. Like you can't think it's back taxing. into the eighties that the people just like couldn't. People couldn't get married. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. In the early two thousands, I know. I remember when it all happened. My head hurts. <laughs> I mean, two beers. There are literally like some US states where it might be delegalized soon. I mean, so, you can still yeah, get killed for it places, it? which yeah. is fucking terrible. I mean, there are plenty of countries where it's not legal. Um, fuck those countries. Yeah. yeah fuck you guys. Fuck those um, but also, like, fuck our countries because it was yeah. pretty recent. Yeah. yeah. So, those are all the corrections. You were pretty much right the entire yes. way through well done guys that's really unusual for us I'm usually yeah. we at least say that like the midwest is is a place that <laughs> yeah isn't... let's just quickly like but- butcher some u.s geography yeah, just like, to, oh, like, Narnia, yeah, Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere the midwest <laughs> yeah. the mid-east doesn't exist yeah. in the whole everything in the yeah have you ever heard anyone use the phrase Mid-East? No. No. Never. The Middle East, I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Middle East of the US. <laughs> maybe, um, the, oh, maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe there's... Do you know, where do you think, um, I might be wrong on this, I, I was listening to something about voter registration in, I think it was Mississippi, but I feel like I'm, I've made that up now, so I'm, actually, I'm, I'm checking my thing. Because I heard about a state, and I was like, if someone had asked me where that was, 
I would have definitely said the Deep South because I feel yeah, like we always say Deep South. Deep South. I reckon. It, it might not be Mississippi now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, okay. Missouri. Oh yeah, you were talking about Deep South, wouldn't you? That yeah, deep yeah. No, is it not? Is it Northish? Midwest. Oh, Midwest. Yeah, Missouri didn't actually sound that southern to me. It's definitely like farmer country, isn't it? Missouri, like Missouri. that's all there is yeah. there. I think farms. Yeah, mm. I read a book about a guy. It was a novel. It's just not like about anything factual. But it was a guy who was a teacher at um, the University of Missouri, I think. And I picked it up for kind of a joke. It was called Stoner. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's I like, like me. I like weed. <laughs> that's a fucking unbearable prick. Um, but it's actually just a really nothing to do with weed at all. The guy's oh. name was Stoner, and it, yeah, if anyone I mean, gets you a are chance, you are going to make that joke, aren't you? If your last name's Stoner, yeah, yeah, as well. But read it. Fucking like one of the best books I've ever read. And one of the books I've ever read. <laughs> yeah. One of the only books. I've yeah, ever read. yeah, um, yeah. How are you getting on Harry Potter? Maybe start on that. No, and do you know what? I'd rather die. Oh, Ethan, you, I, you I'm so tired of doing this. I just, I, I know, I'm tired of fucking doing it, right? Let's put an end to it. Right, well, I have read, read the... literally tens of thousands of words that came from the end of that. Tens of thousands of the Harry Potter. Tens of thousands <laughs> of them. No, lit- I've, I've read. I, I reckon I've read more words written by J.K. Rowling than I have authors that I genuinely really like. I'm not committing any more of my fucking time. You know how little I get to read? More for you. (laughs) I've literally been reading the same, like, three books for a year. I'm back on Harry Potter again. Like, I'm on the third Harry Potter book again. I I find it therapeutic. There are so many books. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but I can't read any... Right, so I can't read anything with the press or any media or newspapers in it so that because oh yeah no you're right that rules out like all books no no it doesn't but like i can't right so i can't read anything with the media in. even a mention of the media stresses me out Mm -hmm. um because i don't know why like Um, if they mention like a tv are you like oh uh, i I mean a book is Media, yeah. by definition, so yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's like, ugh, I don't know. I think probably what I would like is like fantasy, but I've decided that I don't like fantasy, so... How <laughs> does your mind work? The, you the sentence you just said continue. was, I think I'd like fantasy, but, yeah, but I've decided I don't now, like fantasy. Yeah, up until now, I was like, oh, do I like... I like what I actually really like is detective books and crime, yeah, crime yeah, yeah. novels, but they've always got the press... All the media in, so you get to the yeah, bit where it's like, oh, oh, the press were outside, like giving everyone shit all the time. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't read this. Is it <laughs> just like the mention of the press, just like it's, or is okay. it when they're depicted? It's often like, like they're ninety percent of the time de- depicted negatively. Right. Okay. It's um sometimes it's in, factually incorrect and it gets my nerves, and. Sometimes it just reminds me of real life stuff and people that I know that I don't like for various mm. reasons, um, and it's so it's really I don't know I just need to. Yeah, I can see how, you, how I can see why you would yeah. like Harry Potter so much when um, like factual I mean, accuracy fantasy. is a is a key. I just feel like you're not giving fun. This is the thing that I haven't, got, I haven't got to read to Skeeter yet. I, uh, um, I recently yeah. learned that Practical Magic was a book on this time, what? so I started reading oh that. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Okay. 
Alright, Ethan's... My soul just left my body. Just, <laughs> you couldn't tell from the right, audio. Are we over? Is yeah. this over? Do we oh, have no. to do what things? What do we need to do? We need to, do some, we need to say things. Oh, we need social to I'll idea. tell you what the listeners need yeah. to do. Log on to patreon.com forward slash the overtake and give us some fucking money. Please. What about I that, hey, lads? we're up to, like, as of this recording, we're up to about 31 patrons. Yeah. Which is, honestly, like, so incredible. But... We do need more. <laughs> yeah, no, we absolutely women. do. Yeah, fucking because like loads. We've more. set the we set the thing really low, so it's like two thirty a month, which is like fifty seven p a week. Mm. Um, and we've done that for a reason, so that povos like us can afford it too. Yeah. Um, and it's not like a big commitment. People aren't like, oh god, I can't really stretch to fifty seven p a week. Um, but it does mean that we need more patrons to add up to any kind of yeah. significant money. Yeah. So we've got our office. Well, we've got like our rent covered now, which is crazy, um, and it is a weight off my mind. For nice. Um, but it just means like we don't have to do any more sales or like much less sales than we've been doing, and we can just spend time on investigating and doing this as well, which is like our downtime. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is what we do for fun, <laughs> which is, and yeah, I've experienced none of it. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. I thought there were elements in my story that were quite fun. But, yeah, yeah. I would, I would second that. Yeah. I honestly thought Ethan's story was like most hilarious, but yours well, was good. What, what? Mine was what? Raising good. hands in the air like a winner. Send us your own crazy stories or your corrections, which are probably. Yeah. Um, to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna send us a crazy story, make sure it's not just some tedious shit about your own life. Yeah. Like the time you went out with your friend and you drank like fifty beers. Because I'm gonna do that one next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you did that exact joke. Yeah. You I tried to, but Abigail took it from me, and I, oh, I did it. Was me. That was <laughs> why. That was why I, I did that. So it was a joke on a joke. Okay. It was very clever, oh. actually. Oh. Get some material. Fuck me, right? Um. Yeah, so the email address is crazystory at theovertake.com. Yep. Yep. Um, to thank Oasis Masood, Kelsey Moa, Ebony Rose Ellis, and Annika Badical. Cheers, lads. Uh, that's it then, isn't it? Yep, yep. Podcast Bye! Over. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.